Welcome to Warrior Tip-Off Part 19. Today, Mr. Smile, Carson, and I will be discussing the last four games that the Warriors played and what does Curry's MVP case look like uh, in this last final stretch of about 15 games. So let's start off. The, we played OKC and Cleveland. Those games didn't really matter. Curry's 30-point streaks continued then. He had uh, 42 against... OKC and did something like that against Cleveland. It, it was like, those are bad teams, so nobody really cares about those games. But Carson, I'll let you take this one. Uh, we lost to Boston, but this was a very competitive game. What did you see from this game? And what do you think we could have done better? And what did we do good in this game? Well, I mean, it was it was a very tough fight throughout the entire game. Very back and forth. Um, I mean... Baysmore kind of screwed it up for us in the end. I mean, he had a pretty dumb foul. And and then, like, JTA with his hustle play, uh, saving the ball, and then actually it ended up with a Curry three um, in, in the clutch. I mean, like, plays like those, you're not going to get from very many players throughout the league. So those types of hustle plays are going to win you games. And so I feel like Juan Toscano Anderson is very underappreciated. Mr. Smell, what did you see from that Boston game? Uh, yeah, so at the end, you know, Baysmore missing free throws, Draymond missing a gimme layup. You know, that was kind of what frustrated people and um, online at least. And in general, the the starting five um, was negative. Uh, points compared you know uh, the on off and JTA who is not a starter he was plus 14 Jordan Poole was plus three so um, I think the second unit definitely uh, did pretty well Uh, JTA you know he's got a he's in the concussion protocols now I think he had to get stitches on the back of his head from diving in there so um he missed the following game which thankfully didn't cost them but i'm curious to see um what's gonna happen now because uh he's become part of the core lineup you know and even like he might not start games but he he's playing a lot more minutes and he's um you know, he really knows how to get the ball to Steph and he knows how to defend. He's like a Steve Kerr guy and kind of like Looney in the sense of the, like, he knows how to not mess up and he, and, and he puts in a lot of effort. Yeah. I think we'll really miss him over this next couple of games. Uh, I think he probably really wanted to finish the game you could tell he was cheering on his teammates but the thing is he did have a bunch of towels on his head I think uh it was later noted that he had a big cut that to put stitches on his head uh so I don't think it would have been the right move to keep him in the game um but let's go move on to the win against Philly this is one of my favorite games from the Warriors this season Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris didn't play. Um, Oubre's first game back after the injury, he was still wearing his tape on the wrist because that was where he got injured. And the Warriors played great. They didn't foul a lot. We shot 25 free throws, and they only shot 14. 
this is very good defense, like kind of looking like our first half defense when we were top 10 in the league, I, I think. And uh, one thing I want to point out was Curry's last five threes in the uh, fourth order. They were all off pick and roll in isolation. Four of them, two of them were off Draymond pick and roll. Two of them were off Looney pick and roll. And the last one was an isolation three. So that, that kind of shows that the best way to uh, util, uh, utilize um, a Curry is by pick and roll. And that's one thing that I think we messed up with Wiseman. We should have put him in more pick and roll with Curry. But I guess Steve Curry didn't believe that he was ready for that. Um, Carson, what did you think about this Philadelphia game? Well, he definitely played out of his mind. I mean, he came in with he came in with 654 left in the fourth and he, with 29 points. And then he went five for five from three and scored 20 points. Like you could just tell just by watching. He, he was just tapping into something else. Like he looked completely unguardable, especially with that isolation against uh, George Hill. Just he had that guy dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Smile, what did you think about that game? Uh, it, you know, obviously it was very exciting to see them um, outscore Philly uh, by six points in the fourth quarter and by five points in the third quarter. Um, And so they ended up winning by 11 because it was tied after the first and second quarter. Um, And, you know, a big part of that was Kevon Looney and Draymond Green and obviously Steph Curry, but we take him for granted, right? basically yeah. we shouldn't he scored 49 points you know he shot almost he shot 59 percent from three and 50 percent from the field in general so he was a 50 58 91 uh 91 being his uh, percentage from free throw and that's like you know ridiculously high so he was a plus 11 draymond was a plus 15 uh, Damian Lee was a plus 16. He had a great game, uh, for hit for, you know, from it compared to what is expected of him. And I think, um, with Embiid, you know, they played really aggressive, like Draymond and Looney, like they did a good job in making sure he didn't get the ball close to the basket. So, you know, cause he's huge and he's trying to jockey his way to get a, you know, a better position and our two guys were just in there roughing him up and they both got five fouls. So, you know, that, um, they were just, you know, throwing bodies at Embiid, making him shoot from far from the basket. And if you're Golden State, that's what you want, uh, because he is a powerhouse close to the basket. Uh, the caveat has to be said that like there was no Tobias Harris or Ben Simmons. So as good as it felt, I'm sure if, you know, they were all in and they played up to their potential, we would have lost. But then again, I always have to remind myself and say, yeah, but we also didn't have clay. So um, I, I don't know if it evens out, but Philly has been extremely strong all year at home and the Warriors beat them at home. And I didn't think it was going to happen. So that was a very pleasant surprise. All right. So let's get into today's main topic. Basically, in this last week, the Curry MVP buzz has been heating up. 
Um, so the question I have for you, Mr. Smile, I'll, I'll get to you first. What seed do you think we have to be to, for Curry to be MVP? Because normally if the MVP is a top four seed in either of the conferences, the only uh, fluke was I think OKC was the sixth seed when yeah. Russ won. That was because his uh, triple-double season, that was just craziest 30-point triple-double average throughout the season. Um, I, uh, what do you think uh, we need to get for Curry to be top, considered top three or even win the MVP? Well, to win, it would be extremely hard. He would have to play basically all the games and continue scoring, you know, around 30 a game. And we'd have to get to at least, the, I would say, the sixth seed. Um, and Jokic would have to start playing badly or the Nuggets need to start losing or he needs to be injured and not play mm -hmm. because um, I think if everything lines up perfectly for Steph, they still might give it to Jokic because this team is better um, and he's been consistent the whole time. Um, and both players aren't known for their defense, so um, you can't say, you know, oh, well, one of them has – defense on top of their amazing offensive numbers so um i don't think i think you know there's probably like i don't know five percent chance tops that all that happens what i just mentioned and curry becomes the mvp but stranger things have happened my my argument against the uh the jokic jokic thing is that the Nuggets would probably be a playoff team without Jokic, say Jamal Murray was healthy, and he was healthy throughout the most most of the season. I think him, uh, Michael Porter Jr., and Gordon, and their other solid role players would make the playoffs. But if you take our team, you take away Curry, we're not making the playoffs 100%. We might be the worst team in the league. It's like It would be led by Wiggins and Oubre and all minimum players. Um, and I guess Draymond, but we saw how Draymond worked last season with those kind of players. Right. Uh, but also, and be it, it, the case there is even higher because he has uh, Ben Simmons on the team, who's a multiple-time All-Star. Tobias Harris probably should have been an All-Star this year. Uh, Seth Curry, sharpshooter, better, has better uh, shooting percentage from three than, Curry, than Steph Curry. Um, their team is very good, so... I think that their value to the team is lessened than someone like Curry, especially with Clay out. Um, Carson, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, what what you're saying is exactly true. Curry is having way less help than these other these other top MVP candidates like Jokic and Embiid, and I think that's something that should get considered because he's he's averaging a full. I think over a full point more than his unanimous MVP season. And he's just been lighting it up. So to not get to only be ranked ninth on the official ladder is just kind of disrespectful in my opinion. Yeah. Um, he's averaging 31.4, which makes him the NBA leading scorer. He's leading in total points and points per game. Uh, I did not think anyone would catch up to Bradley Beal. Um, we're actually playing the Wizards today. So that will be exciting to see if he outscores him. Um, Mr. Smile, you wanted to talk about the MVP ladder, so I'll let you take it. Uh, yeah, so um, about a week ago, 
Are, are you talking about the straw poll from yeah ESPN? yeah this the straw, yeah. Poll, the straw poll uh, um about a week ago um espn interviewed um people who actually vote in the mvp so prominent media um and curry was uh came in 12th with no first or second place votes one third place vote two fourth place votes and two fifth place votes and i believe that if they did that poll today he would you know be top six instead of 12th because of recency bias um and if you look at it uh Jokic got 90 first place votes and Embiid got five first place votes and he so that's your first and your second place right there so in terms of total points uh Jokic got almost a thousand and uh Embiid got 400 total points so even if you doubled his Jokic would still uh, be the heavy front runner and win it. So, like I said earlier, I think a lot of it comes down to things aligning really well. Um, and what you said earlier, Shreyas, about um, Steph being more valuable to his team than Jokic to his. Um, unfortunately, like we don't, it doesn't like that isn't really what uh, typically has been the criteria otherwise somebody oh. like bradley beal or car anthony towns would be also in the mix um every year because they're really good on bad teams or like booker last year um it's or like if you took off Giannis the, these past two years off of the the bucks they would still probably make the playoffs yet he won those two years pretty easily so it's this weird like criteria that everyone has a different idea of what they vote for uh, about who they vote for MVP. And um, it's usually a mix of like, like who's having the best season that in that, like who's the best player on one of the top four teams of their conference and who's kind of surprising us and who's doing something that hasn't been done before. And in this case, it's who's not injured of all the great players that are that have a team that's in the top four. And basically, it's just Jokic now. Uh, this MVP straw poll, I think some people need to get – they should not be allowed to vote. I don't think anyone – like Chris Paul does not deserve more first-place votes than Giannis. Um, I know he brought that uh, Suns team who was, was not even in the playoffs. Now they're the set two seed. But you can't be giving, like, James Harden first place votes over, um, like, why would you give that over a Jokic vote or an Embiid vote? I think only Jokic, Embiid, and Curry deserve, for, and Giannis deserve first place votes. But that's just me. Um, Carson, what do you think about this straw poll? Well, I mean, this is this could just be the exact ladder that ends up becoming true at the end of the season. Um, Giannis having zero first place votes. I mean, he's definitely not having the best season in the NBA, but it, it kind of surprised me that he didn't he didn't get like at least a couple. Um, yeah, having, he's getting uh, he's getting you know ding for. Uh, his team's not doing well in the playoffs the past two years. They're like hurting his chances now. Well, that's a regular season award. 
I so. understand, but you know, that's just how they think, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think and, that's kind of uh, unfair. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You were, saying, you were saying something, Carson? And also, Chris Paul, I mean, his impact on the Suns has been huge. But you have to remember, they went undefeated in the bubble last year. So they were they were starting to get on track. Um so I don't I don't know how I feel about him being ahead of Curry on this uh leaderboard. Yeah, another um a couple notable names that you might be confused about. Rudy Gobert is number 10 and Donovan Mitchell is number eleven. If you have two MVP candidates on one team, that doesn't really make much sense. Uh I guess they got, they're trying to give it to one of those guys because they're the number one team in the league. Um, actually, that could be slipping soon because Phoenix is really catching up to them. They're only uh, one game. Uh, they're only one and a half games back of the Jazz. So if the Jazz, now that Donovan Mitchell's injured especially, uh, I don't think Rudy Gobert or Donovan Mitchell's going to get first place votes but or any, or any second place votes. Um, but do you guys have anything else to say before we wrap up today's episode? Yeah, I just want to say that I think today um, it is a very important game. I think um, if you look at their schedule, you've got the Wizards. So to make this a uh, a, a four and one road trip is really important because right now they're uh, 29 and 29 and they need to get some wins to be a good deal above 500 and they're probably going to be fired up against the wizards like a revenge game because they totally choked against them a couple weeks ago um and then they got the nuggets at home with no murray and then they got the kings at home and then and then the mavericks at home so i think that they should be able to win the next three and then uh, make when they see the Mavs on Tuesday, you know, they'll feel they'll be feeling the Warriors like really breathing on the back of their neck, um, hopefully. So, uh, but we'll see, you know, it, when JTA gets to come back and, and, and all of this goes out the window if Curry gets like a slight injury where he misses a handful of games because they are one in seven this season without him and so like basically if he doesn't play very winnable games like the one against the hawks the kings etc become pretty bad losses carson do you have anything to add uh no all right um i think uh the thing that we're like very close to the Grizzlies were only one game back. Um, I really hope we can get this. Um, but I think it, these playing games are going to be super exciting. Like nobody, I know everyone sees the Warriors as a bad, not the best team, but nobody wants to play Curry in the playing game. Like in one game, Curry, like there are only a couple players that you would want. That can that, oh, there's only a couple of players in the league that can take over and win the entire game at one time. Just and that's like Curry, LeBron, KD, like those kind of guys. And even if we were to win the 
playing game and get the eight or seven seed. I don't think the Jazz or Suns want to play us. We beat the Jazz. We haven't beat the Suns, though. But I think nobody wants to play Curry in a seven-game series. It's We're going to be a really hard out if we make the playoffs. But I th- think that's it. Oh, that's all we have today. We'll be back next week. See you guys.